We're here to give you a big dose of genericness. This is the Generic Live Show. Our turn! Hello everyone and welcome back to the Generic Live Show. Daryl Campbell here with you. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Did you miss me? I bet you missed me. Please tell me you missed me. It'll make my ego feel all so much better this morning. Thanks, everyone, for joining me. It's Dale Campbell here for a Sunday. Bye, Carrie. Enjoy the movies, actually. There you go. Have fun. There you go. Sing Carrie off into the sunset. We're still going to be here for another little bit, though. Uh, and there you go. Uh, Chorus and Rhino, uh, in the commercial break there, Chorus and Rhino found some, uh, Slovakia crystal wine glasses that are $199 each. Ooh, that's, that's rough. That's, that, that's rough. <laughs> that, that, that's rough? I don't know. That's so, huh, okay. Uh, so, I, I hate doing this. I hate... Uh, bringing the show down uh, to this level, but in an in interest to to our audience, right? Uh, oh Jesus, two hundred sixty-five AUD. Oof, each, each. That's another policy for this show. We shall not drink out of two hundred sixty-five dollars AUD glasses, wine glasses. Wow. <coughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I do apologize. My throat's very sore. I haven't been on this show for like three weeks. That's crazy. Huh. Alright. Well, we're gonna we're gonna break down this story here. Uh, inside the final days of Robin Williams. Oh so you have to spend five hundred and thirty dollars? To at least buy two of them. You can't buy them each. Wow. That's crazy. Why? Again, my rent's not that... Well, actually, 265 is what I'm currently paying for rent a week. So, it's either live in a house or have a wine glass. <laughs> I know what I'll choose. I'll choose the wine glass. Woo! <laughs> Dale from the street. Dale from the street. He's drinking lots of wine out of $235 wine glasses. <laughs> Do that again. It's Dale on the street, and he's doing the blow. He's drinking all the wine from $265 glasses. It's the Dale rap. 101, I'm here for you. <laughs> no, we're doing these wine glasses now, Rosalina. <laughs> You got me, you got me on the rap. You got me on the rap. <laughs> anyway, Robin Williams. $399? What? No. Come on. So I have to... Steven Weinberg... 
Oh my god, this description is everything! Make your dining experience a memorable one with this set of two modern and sophisticated red wine glasses. Their stems are filled with clear crystals for a sparkling effect and the base is made of a large faced crystal. <laughs> Not a toy. Not suitable for children under 15 years. It's seriously, I'm going to zoom in. It says, not a toy. <laughs> maybe we should do that. Maybe we should, maybe that should be the shirt idea. Just on the shirt, put, uh, anyway, not a toy. This is not a toy. <gasps> Ooh. Damn it. I have t-shirt ideas and Carrie's gone to the movies. Ruined everything. Alright. Anyway, Robin Williams. Back on track. Our New York Time, Times reporter Dave Itzkoff provided details for the beloved star heartbreaking decline into uh, in this exclusive excerpt from Robin, his new autobiography. Oh, look at him. Oh, Makes me sad. Robin Williams' August 2014 suicide was devastating to those who knew him best. Uh, it also came at the end of a very long, difficult decline, <coughs> as his excerpt from the New York Times culture reporter Dave Itzkoff's new autobiography, Robin, demonstrates. In the months that preceded his death, Williams faced daunting challenges, both professionally and personally. His film career has had stalled, his, and his comeback sitcom, The Crazy Ones, was failing to find an audience on CBS. He was still harboring guilt about his divorce from Marsha Grace's, uh, his second wife and mother of two children, and adjusting to the life with his new wife, Susan Squatsender, who he married in 2011. Uh, this is the cover uh, of the book. It's a very... Uh, a very... No, not the bag part, not that part. I need to get, I need to get that fixed. Uh, but this book is very... Very Robin Williams. It's very his style. Like, that's not just me talking out of my butt. That is, that's a very, his style, right? Uh. Why? <laughs> that's, that's an odd question to, to just ask. Uh, it was a question that crossed Robin's mind more often days, uh, now that he had put... 35 years as a professional entertainer, and more than 60 being a human being. Uh... Huh. Okay. I just had... Okay. I'm back. Alright. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, small picnic. Small picnic. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Apparently. Uh... Let's see. 
Uh, what did he get out of uh, doing what he was doing? Why did he feel impulsive to keep doing it? He already enjoyed nearly all of his accomplishments that uh, could hope in his field. Uh, he tasted some of the richest successes, won some major awards. Every stage of his career had the adventure into the unknown in improvisation in his own right. Uh, where does this... Uh, and then it talks about his crazy ones. Uh, uh, during the making of the crazy ones, I'm going to, yeah. During the making of the crazy ones, Robin lived in Los Angeles by himself in a moderately furnished rental apartment. It was a far cry from what he started in a Hollywood sitcom and an even more scaled-down existence than what he had established himself in Tyrone's Robert's new domestic life with his wife Susan was very difficult too. Oh, look at them. I think, I think the most heartbreaking part is probably the photos is what's going to push this autobiography over the edge for me. I think. Uh, I'm going to just... Uh, okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, we're working on two things at once. Uh, throughout this time... Robin's son, Zach, were often, was often in contact with Robin's longtime assistant, Rebecca Irwin Spencer, and her husband, Dan, who lived in Contamento, near Tribon, and who Zach uh, felt took good care of Robin. Quote, they were very open and did love ver him very much. Uh, they were pretty good in keeping this uh, in the fold. He said, quote, uh, I think it was a very inclusively up to a point when things started to get a little bit weird. Starting in October 2013, Robin began experiencing a series of physical ailments, variety in severity, and seemingly unconnected to one another. He had stomach cramps, uh, indigestion, and the, the uh, poo-poos. Uh, he had trouble seeing, had trouble urinating, had trouble sleeping. The tremors in his left arm had returned, accompanied by symptoms of Cogwell uh, riddery, where the limb would unexpectedly stop itself at fixed certain points. The pictures are very heart-wrenching, uh, course, and right now I agree. Uh, his voice was demolished and his posture was stooped. Uh, over dinner afterward, Crystal, uh, this was about, uh, this was in the fall sometime. They, they got together and, and had dinner with comedian John, uh, Don John, uh, was taken aback of that. After dinner, he seemed very quiet. Uh, he hugged me goodbye and Jenna started crying, Crystal said. I said, what's the matter? He said, oh, I'm just happy to see you. It's been too long. I know, uh, you know I love you. On the car ride home, Crystal said that he and Janice uh, were barraged by calls from Robin, sounding tentative and expressing his 
Appreciate for the cover. Everything's fine. I love you so much. Bye. Went one phone call. Five minutes later, the phone would ring again. Uh, did I get too sappy? Let's see each other soon. Oh, no. I don't like where this is going. I think that's... I think that's the three of them. I just zoomed so far out. <coughs> the heads are getting cut out off, but that's fine. It's so... Yeah. I don't know. It's so... Such a heartbreaking thing. Before production wrapped on the crazy ones in February 2014, uh, its producers made a large effort to reinvestigate its viewership with guest casting of Pam Dweller, who was invited to play one role in an episode, possibly a romantic interest for Simon Ro Roberts' character, making the first time that she and Robin had uh, appeared together since Morty and M Mork and Mindy, excuse me, their first screen role together. Aww. Uh, and it just, it gets darker from there. I don't want to, I don't want to provide too many of the gruesome details. I will put the link in the chat, though. Uh, this is a very well-written article. Come on. And why are we up here? And why are you muted? Ah! Work! What? Where, where did it go? I had a thing! Ah, there we go. Uh, this is a... When Ethan Hawke remembers Robin Williams and Dead Poet Society. We're going to play a bit of this. And then we'll come back. It's it's three minutes long. We won't play it all. But we'll come back to it. Come on and play. And it's just all a little bit in the solar plexus when somebody who brought us so much happiness uh, was seemingly in such private pain. Robin Williams. When he passed, people love... Dead Poets Society. I mean, that was one of my favorite movies, and you just saw that clip, and I had to go on CNN and talk about him, and I talked about that. Um, I loved him, but like, who didn't want a, a teacher like that? It's mm -hmm. so transformative in that movie. Do you have a, a, a memory of that time and for you? It's the first time I feel like I ever acted in my life was with Robin Williams. I, I had acted in school plays and I'd, I'd even acted in the film Explorers, but I'd never had what I had kind of heard about, which is this, this thing that can happen, which is a loss of self and where you kind of disappear mm -hmm. into this other world. And, you know, I was 18 years old and Robin Williams wrote, I sound my barbaric yawp over the rooftops of the world. Uncle Walt again, he said, you know what I mean? And, and he called me up and I, it was a very nerve wracking scene because Peter Weir wanted to shoot it very simply with a Steadicam. And back then, look, you were even doing this interview with Steadicam, but back then that was an unheard of new technology, this thing. And he really kind of wanted to get the scene in one take or, or at least cut as little as possible. And, I was very nervous. All my friends were the actors in the, and I had to do this scene where I had to make up a poem in front of the class. And 
And it's the first time I really felt the beauty of what collaboration can be. Because Robin just looked me in the eyes and he knew how nervous I was. And he, w he was nervous too. And, uh, and I've been chasing that high my whole life. Robin got me my first agent after that movie. And the situation of Robin, there's a whole generation that grew up with him. You know, I watched Mork and Mindy as a little boy. Yeah, so did I. And, and so I, he felt like a family member. Uh, so that's, it's particularly tragic. Mm -hmm. It is. But I, that movie and you in that movie, and I didn't realize the great story. It's, it's funny, you know, that my last line of that movie is, oh, captain, my captain, mm -hmm. you know, which is funny. All of a sudden the line means something totally different to me. Pe people say that line to me, you know, for the last 25 mm -hmm. years, right? And, but the real line, it's a Whitman poem about Abraham Lincoln dying, you know, oh, captain, my captain, our fearful trip is done. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something about the blood and death and... It's actually a very sad poem, you know? And the, the rest of the lines, when he died, I read that whole poem, and it's kind of devastating. Uh, that uh, was... And stop. And stop. And was there a stars special on all of that? I uh, do apologize for the technical issues. I We need a second screen here at GLSHQ to make toggling video a whole lot easier but we make it work uh, that's Ethan Hawke uh, remembering Robin Williams and Dead Poets Society Robin Williams uh, a man of the generations uh, he inspired a lot of people and uh, Dead Poets Society is just a fantastic movie if you if you haven't done it uh, to yourself yet you should really uh, go watch Dead Poets Society because it's just so damn good and I know I said I wasn't going to watch the whole thing, but the whole thing just flowed, and the whole thing was just so accurate and so representative. And I I put the link in the in the chat to the whole thing because it's just it's so long and it just it goes into a lot of the details. But and the people close to him who were shooting uh, that that sitcom, the the crazy ones, was just you know it they they saw it firsthand about how how they were creepy, you know, and they, there was nothing that they could really do about it. So, and it's an important thing to remember and I, I, I'm going to recommend that people who enjoy Robin Williams' work, I'm a fan, I didn't really religiously follow his work, uh, but those people who did follow their, uh, follow his work religiously, I do recommend that you'll pick up that book i'm pretty sure uh that there's a lot of influences in that book that uh will be fantastic uh and we also went offline in that time so i don't know how much of that actually went up because apparently in the discord we've got an on-air announcement so enjoy all of that for what you will but yeah it's definitely sad about uh about Robin Williams, but here you go. Uh, let's lighten up the mood, shall we? Uh, by uh, we were talking about that, and now we're talking about what is the most popular wedding song according to Spotify. Oh, look at this! More pre-stock photos. Don't they look happy? Oh, that's the chocolate-eating lady marrying the Contact Us man. 
that chocolate lady isn't single. Turns out the chocolate lady is happily married now to this man. First wedding dance songs can be difficult to choose, but uh, some end up more popular than others. Spotify has put a list together of the most popular wedding songs, uh, according to Spotify, this year. Ed Sheeran dominated the list, making it 24 times. I bet they're all perfect. Uh, here's that picture. Uh, if we turn the chat off for a second. Uh, here you gotta see all the states. Uh, a lot of it is still, a lot of it is Ed Sheeran. Uh, a lot of it is pop as well. We got some of the northern, some of the northern states has has country music in it which is weird and uh, then you've got hip-hop and soul in the middle there i don't know what state that is i can't can't remember what that state is in the middle and then you got down in the south you've got that and then up in new york you've got r&b and soul and then you've got uh excess and tassion up in the in the top corner there fantastic because you know I know exactly what, what I want from my wedding is songs about... Mm, uh, according... So here's the list proper. We're going we're gonna to go through this real quick. Alabama is Marry Me by Train. Uh, the lyrics is... Well, I don't really care. Uh, Alaska is mar also Marry Me by Train. Uh... Arizona is Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Uh, Arkansas is Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Because of course. <coughs> California is Thinking Out Loud by, you guessed it, Ed Sheeran. Like the only one. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, mmm. Colorado is Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Come on, guys. Connecticut is You're My Darling by... Leon Timbo. I don't think I know that song. How's that song go? Does that go, that song go, You are my darling. Blung, blung, blung. That's his guitar. Oh, it has the lyrics here. <laughs> uh, you are so amazing, I can't believe you're standing here with me. Okay. Delaware is Marry Me by Train. This is on the nose. Uh, you are my TH. No! Cross Romano's got it. You are my DH. Uh, I'm about to break your uh, FL's wine glasses. Your FL and ML's wine glasses. You are my DH. Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's so good. You are my DH. Uh, Washington, D.C. is uh, May We All by Florida Georgia Line. That's really weird. Uh, may we all know nothing that is cool till you wear the new one. The sound of a corner rolling down a jukebox. Play Travis Trent above the two-pack. Two-pack, baby. <laughs> For you get lost out in some road. What? <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Florida is thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran. Enjoy. Georgia is thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran. Woo! Hawaii is perfect by Ed Sheeran. Idaho is marry me by train. Uh, Illinois is marry you by Bruno Mars. Wait, so, okay. Train is marry me. Bruno Mars is marry you. Okay. I, I, don't, don't connect those two. Uh, Indiana is We Danced by Brad Paisley. I mean, that's the song you play after the wedding dance, because then it's factually accurate. <laughs> uh, Iowa is Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. This is, uh, Kansas is Unchained Melody by The Righteous Brothers. I don't... How's this song go? This song goes... Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered, hungered for your touch. Wait, how is that a wedding song? How is... Uh, you know what? It's their own. Okay. Kentucky is Seeking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Uh, Louisiana is Why I Love You by Major. Huh. I've never heard this song. Who's... Who's Major? This is why I love you. Ooh, this is why I love you. Because you love me. You love me. This is why I love you. Ooh, this is why I love you. Because you love me. You love me. That sounds like a song that the, the, the Phil and the Mill, who have the $280 wine glasses sung to each other at that dinner party. Uh, Maine is Changes by Excessentacion. Because, again, we all want music about... Re uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not doing this bit. Maryland is Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Woo! Uh, Massachusetts is I Want to Dance with Somebody, in parentheses, Who Loves Me by Whitney Houston. Oh, I want to dance with somebody... I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. With somebody who loves me. Yeah, this is literally an excuse for me to sing, right? This is, this is exactly what this is. Michigan, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Woo! Ah, <laughs> uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota is Rain From Heaven. By Eric, uh, Eric Paisley. Oh, Mississippi is my girl by The Temptations. Yes. Oh, so good. So much Ed Sheeran says, course and runner. Hey, guess what? Missouri, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. More Ed Sheeran. Uh, Montana is Focus by Life of Dylan. I have no idea who Life of Dylan is. Uh, how's this song go? Uh, said I might lose my way, but I won't lose myself. Yeah, it's your life. Cause, what? You can live how you want, but don't blame it on no one else. It's an odd, okay. Hey, Nebraska, thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Uh, Nevada, never stop, in parentheses, wedding version. <laughs> uh, 
buy safety suit. <laughs> safety suit! <laughs> Such a good band name. Uh, Marry You by Bruno Mars in New Hampshire. I only got a few here. Uh, Marry You by Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars in New Jersey. New Mexico is... Oh my god, no! Not saying that name. How do I say that? Uh, Mexican... Uh, New Mexico, Mexican rice. Generic live drink number five has been cancelled. <laughs> uh, New York is I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me. Uh, why I Love You by Major. Again, <laughs> this is why I love you. Ooh, this is why I love you. Ooh, because you love me. Ooh, you love me. Ooh, this is why you love me. It sounds like a, like a, that sounds like a play, like a play school taunt. Like you're taunting them in, in a school. Hey, North Dakota, thinking out loud by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> so much Ed Sheeran on this list. Uh, Marry Me uh, by Train in Ohio. Uh, uh, Oklahoma, Think It Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Actually, that actually surprises me. I thought Oklahoma would be a country song for sure. Oh my god. Ore or Oregon, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Pennsylvania, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Rhode Island is A Thousand Years by Christina Perry. Actually, that's a pretty good song. But we're right back to Ed Sheeran in South Carolina. Uh, South Dakota, I Got to Love You by Ruli? Rululi? Uh, okay. Tennessee, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Texas, Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Hard. Utah, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Man, there's so much, so much Ed Sheeran on this list. This is more Ed Sheeran on this podcast than what there is on terrestrial radio. I do apologize. Uh, Vermont is Shut Up and Dance by Walk the Moon? People are using that still as their wedding song? What year is this? Virginia is Marry Me by Train. Washington is Say You Won't Let Go by James Arthur. Which I can see that. I'm actually surprised that doesn't make the list more often. Uh... <laughs> Seriously, okay. Uh, you got Washington, say you won't let go, right? The next entry is legitimately Ed Sheeran thinking out loud. Like, they don't even have a state. This article's trolling me. It's too much. Uh, Wisconsin is Marry Me by Thomas Rhett. Wyoming is Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Uh, and the next one up is Now Wash Money and Market Videos. <laughs> That's an odd wedding song. Why would you dance to money and market videos? <laughs> uh, why do I crack myself up so much? This is not a good show. It's so weird. Why, yeah, why would you dance to the stock market? Now introducing the couple of the hour. <laughs> the couple of the hour. Couple of the hour. Now, now introducing DW and DH, <laughs> sharing their first dance to money, money and market videos. 
All right, I'm gonna take a break because I need to. I need to take a drink of water because this is not going as well as I'd hoped. Thank you everyone for joining us. We'll do. We're we're running really long. I do apologize. We're running super long, but we're gonna do a really quick. Uh, Australian budget breakdown. Uh, thankfully, we've got a two-minute video that sums up the whole budget, so that's fun. We can make up time. Thank you everyone for joining us. We'll be right back after these messages. It's a pleasure as always. <laughs> Thanks for watching. constantly strive to deploy dedicated e-products for today's marketfocused.com virtual corporations. This is the Generic Live Show. Thanks for joining us here on the Generic Live Show for a Sunday. It's Dale Campbell back uh, with you. Go get your coffee. You deserve it, Chorus and Rhino. You've been here for a while. You deserve coffee. You go for it. After after what I just put everyone through, you deserve coffee. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to literally say that. That was amazing. Dancing to s <laughs> money, <laughs> money and market videos. <laughs> I mean, it's someone's jam, right? That's literally that has to be someone's jam, right? Uh, go get your coffee, because it's Australian update time. Uh, one recurring bit we like to do on the show is break down the Australian budget. We're running super behind, because I did a super long story when it wasn't meant to be, because uh, I read out all 52 states, 50 states of America, uh, on, on the air, because I wasn't expecting to. So much Ed Sheeran. Uh, but we're here uh, to break down... Uh, for you, the winners and losers of the Australian budget. This is, again, the recurring thing we like to do. I think we've done this like four times now. This might be the fourth time that we've done this. Uh, but thankfully, we got a two-minute guide. We're just going to we're gonna rapid-fire it. Uh, like, no tomorrow. Uh, uh, ba -ba -ba. Thank you for the warning. Hey, guess what? Uh, we're going to... We're gonna mimic this ad that's gonna play on the screen. Guess what? We're gonna play an ad. It's Wild Valley. It's 100% fermented, as wine should be. Wine should be fermented because you drink it out of $265 mugs. You earned it. That's right. You earned it. I don't know. Here we go. And play. And play. Some people with higher taxes who are already paying the majority of tax. This music rocking. We don't have to punish some people with higher taxes who are already paying the majority of tax to give others tax relief. 
Uh, load a middle income. If you earn $37,000, you will earn two. Save $200. This is so loud. Uh, if you... Oh my god, turn it down! Thank you. Uh, uh, those earning forty-one to 200000 will be fixed at that. Loser. The celebrities. Celebrities will hit, be hit with a new fame attacks. High profile picture. Uh, this is going too fast, and I just realized it's just this music. Another loser is the blank economy. The black economy, sorry, not the blank economy. <laughs> the blank economy. The blank economy. And taxpayers are being ripped off by those who think they are above paying tax. Uh, $294 million will be put into airport security, plus $116 million will be put into police and crime intelligence. Just because you're getting older does not mean you should have to surrender your dignity or your choices. So the winner on that one is old people. They're getting paid $50 extra of Fortnite. You're kidding, right? Uh, employees will now be incentivized to uh, hire older people and making it easier for them to take out lines. Commuters are now winners. With $75 billion in four years, Victoria will see $24.5 billion. Queensland is set to have massive upgrades as well. Uh, cash splash. We'll see commuters get benefits. We'll break all this down now. All right. Uh, with some rockin' music that probably will get us banned on YouTube. Hey! That hasn't happened before. So the budget winners and losers! So the winners uh, are taxpayers. Uh, the government plans to... Uh, plan... Uh, the government is pitching a plan to deliver tax relief uh, and to lower middle-income Australians, which means it'll benefit more than 10 million people. So as of next July... So tax season for those not in the know, tax season for Australia, we have from the 1st of July to the 31st of October to do our taxes. I know it's a huge window and that is for the previous year being from July 1st, the previous year to June 30th, the current year. The offset amount uh, earning between 37000 and 48000 means the minimum offset is $530 applied to those people earning 48000 to 90000 The benefit gradually decreases to zero for those people who are earning up to 125000 uh, Older Australians. The overall cost of the budget is $227 million. <coughs> Excuse me. Shouldn't cough on there. Uh, the pensioners' loan scheme will be boosted to everyone at the pension age to effectively mortgage their home and have access to financial... Uh, financial benefits. Uh, a loser is welfare recipients. The government's hoped to raise an additional $373 million from welfare recipients, which expands data matching activities within the Australian Tax Office in 2021. It hopes to save about $200 million uh, from July 1st. Uh, there will be 1,280 fewer jobs at the Department of Human Services as the government continues to outsource uh, to Centrelink, which is a for-profit organisation. Regional Australia 
kind of gets a mixed bag as $161 million over four years from 2018 to 2019 to improve satellite navigation. Uh, also, uh, there, there is no fi there is uh, more additional f uh, for the Royal Flying Doctor Services to get to more remote areas of Australia to assist those uh, in medical need. However, no more funding to fix mobile hotspots in regional Australia and no further drought relief for those people. Anyone who pays superannuation, which is the Australian version of 401k, 3% annual cap on fees for those that have less than $6,000 will be applied. Cash users will be also hit hardest. The government wants to crack down on the black economy, not the blank economy, the black economy. Uh, falling outside the tax image, induce a lift of $10,000 cash payments for businesses for goods and services next year. And they will also be launching a, uh, a uh, task force into non-taxation. So let's, let's go through this list quite quickly because we are running out of time. Mental health, uh, one in the budget. Foreign doctors lost. A big winner was small business. Independent students, uh, the ABC, the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, owned by the government. Uh, it will have a three-year funding freeze from July 2019, costing the organisation $84 million. Which, oof, that sucks. Uh, winner is Spies. Uh, vacant uh, landowners lost. Famous people also lost. Foreign aid also lost. And medical bills one uh, in in that uh, in that situation uh, in terms of foreign aid what happened in foreign aid uh, freeze placed on foreign aid programs will continue through 2022 famous people who will be hit with a tax uh, vacant uh, low end owners uh, will no longer claim tax deductions on their land from July 2019 Wow, that's okay. That's pretty good. I mean, I'm a taxpayer. I'm not old. Uh, I pay super. Uh, mental health. Yeah, I don't really use mental health services anymore. Uh, small business, independent student. I'm no longer a student. Small business. Uh, and famous people. So, ladies and gentlemen, Patreon.com/geekio. If you want to pay my famous person tax. Uh, I need to pay my famous person tax. Uh, hi, we got a caller on there. Hi, what's your name? Where are you from? Oh, this is Techie Gamer, long time uh, listener, watcher. Hi, Techie Gamer. Hey, Ra, um, what's up? So, are they pretty much trying to phase out cash, like untraceable cash? Yes, that's that's essentially what that means. Is the fact that that I don't know about the states, but essentially here. Uh, a lot there are a lot of business that happens under the table like there's a lot of stuff that oh we'll just pay him 20 bucks to fix a thing you know what i mean like it's not like yeah on a small yeah, scale I mean, yeah on a small scale i mean rural areas like where where i'm at hmm. uh come and cut the freaking uh branches for me i'll give you a hundred bucks yeah yeah, exactly. Or, or like in 
in my old case with the, some old work that I used to do, it was kind of like, oh, you know, we need you to to enter in this data. We don't want to do it because we've got better things to do. We'll give you fifty bucks. It's an hour's work or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I guess they want to cut down on just not the black market, but like also the um, under the table workers as well. Uh, yeah, because, that yeah. because the employees are getting the employers are getting away with not having to pay proper tax on that on cash. employees and and giving them proper benefits, right? Right. Yeah, they don't have to pay tax. They don't have to pay their tax. They don't have to pay their superannuation, which is basically four four hundred one k. Uh, they don't. They obviously don't get you know paid time off. They don't. They don't get anything like that. Um, I I agree with I agree with the government trying to crack down on on cash. My big thing is why though? Like, are they are they worried that are they worried that well, they're no, printing it, it, too much money that that they're it's yeah. money that they're not getting from taxes. Right, they're still printing the money, but that's the thing. They're not getting any reimbursement back for it, if that makes sense. That's what, that's where I'm going. That's probably why they're going to crack down on it. Yeah, but $10,000 in cash, I mean, anything like that, I mean, you're talking about, like, drug deals. Right. Uh, oh, it'll introduce a $10,000 for cash payments made to businesses for goods and services. So... Does that mean, yeah, you can't spend more than $10,000 in cash in a tax year? Yeah, I mean, well, cash, I mean, that's like coming up. But have you seen $10,000 in cash? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen $10,000 in plastic money, actually. <laughs> so it's like, because uh, uh, where I'm at, there's a lot of ranchers and all that, and they buy a lot of stuff hmm. either on credit or they just... Okay, my bank will wire you the uh, the money. That I guess that's considered electronic cash, right? I mean, yeah. I I, I guess they're trying to track it, right? They're, they're right. Trying they're, to trying track. To, they're trying to track it, and again, with cash, they don't get any tax on it. So, it, it said in the it said in the thing. I don't think I I said it out loud, but it'll save them over four years. I think they they're predicted to earn with the new task force as well. Uh, trying to implement the new rules on on companies, it'll it'll give them fifty one point no five point three billion over four years, which is a lot of money. <laughs> How many billion? Giving them that much to to companies? No, that's that's no, that's how much the government predicts to earn if they stop, or if they put a limit oh, on it... cash payments. Yeah. Oh okay. Oh, wait, that's ten thousand a year. Oh crap! Wow. Oh, ten thousand dollars a year. I, 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 <laughs> oh, I I thought it was like for payment, for for like, oh, I'll I'll just pay you five thousand today, and then tomorrow I'll pay you five thousand. <laughs> right. Plus, also, okay, this is a good question because I've I've never had the chance to ask this question. You guys still use checks, right? Um, usually people over fifty still use them. <laughs> Okay. Well, because a lot of the, the younger generation, we just swipe the cards and that's it. We're done. But how the older, yeah. the older generation, they were actually taught how to budget and how to balance a, a checkbook. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they actually still write checks. I but 
Don't you guys get a paycheck at the end of the week? Don't you get like a little slip of paper and you have to deposit it in the bank? No. Okay. Dale, this isn't 1995 anymore. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was. No, it, it's it's called direct deposit. Ah, okay, so they do direct deposit. I don't and... live that far out in the middle of nowhere, Dale. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> I suppose that's Dale, just... Dale probably thinks like our mail is still carried by horse or something. I mean, you're not wrong. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> but still, okay. But yeah, um, but no, no, that's a that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all direct deposit. I mean, hmm. most places will just they don't even hand out checks anymore. Okay. The the yeah. only time I get an actual physical check from my work is when it's like extra pay or like a special. Like a special invoice that I got paid from. Like a bonus or something as well. That would probably be separate. Sometimes. Well. Um, let's see, when was the last time I got his physical pay? I think it was like when they paid me for my comp time. Ah, okay. That's the only time that they actually handed me an actual piece of paper. And that'll probably... I guess for them it's, it's cheaper to just send electronic, but then they still have fees that way. Right. They're, they're, they're transmitting so much money they're changing accounts and all that that it's still that's why we only get paid once a month instead of twice a month ah gotcha 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 that's a good point yeah cash it's i we're we're, we're getting towards a world where cash is just going to be obsolete right well yeah because it's going to get to the point where it's, it's all going to be electronic i mean hell you can pay with your fingerprint now Oh, that's terrifying. See, my fingerprint on my phone doesn't work half the time. How how do I expect to pay? Like... Well, you, you can still use your access code. True. That's terrifying. I, I still... I still I, I don't use any of that electronic stuff anymore. I know I can. I know my bank's constantly like, you can use your footprint to pay for, pay for stuff. I'm like, I'm not doing that. How about I don't? I still, I don't use, so I don't know if you guys have something called PayWave over there, where you literally put your card on top of the machine and it'll automatically read it. You don't have to insert the chip or swipe. Yeah, it, it's an NFC. It's the same thing that the uh, iPhones and Android phones have. Right, but it's in the it, actual... It, it's, it's how, yeah, it, it's how Apple Pay works. Yeah, okay. But it's, it's in the, the actual tech. card itself. Which is yeah, terrifying. yeah, it's a built-in NFC card, which I'm kind of wary of those passive ones. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd rather have it activated manually by my um, fingerprint or code. The PIN number, yeah. I still, I still, yeah. For for little impulse things, it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm at McDonald's, I'll just wave the thing. I don't really care. But for big purchases like grocery shopping and rent, I still do it all manually. What I found out the other day is that gas station down the street from me, um, I just paid with my phone from on at the gas pump. What? Oh, yeah, that's no, right. You kids... To, like... <laughs> Go on. Yeah, yeah, It's just, okay, uh, pay here at pump to wave my phone and at the little wave symbol. Beep. Done. You crazy kids can pay for petrol at the actual pump itself. That's insane. That's crazy talk. 
<laughs> we, we are back here in Awesome Land. We still have to go into the, the little booth and talk to a human being. Anyway, all right, we're gonna we're gonna round out the show, Ralph. Thank you for the call. Yeah, no problem. Well, you can talk back in in the after show. We'll just round out the show. All right. So, how about how about we we discover what we learnt today? What did we learn today? Well, we learnt that cash is a thing of the past. Uh, we also learnt that Robin Williams is the man, the myth, and the legend, or something. I don't know. Uh, we also learnt that there was a lot of Ed Sheeran on the show. That's also what happened. Uh, we also learnt that $300 wine glasses are a thing, and how you drink 100% fortified wine from them. And we also learnt that privacy policies are sneaky and remove their news stories an hour before the show starts. Because, why not? And we also learnt that the generic life policy will come into effect May 25th, so hold on to your butts for that. And we also learned that we can make a best of list in April. Because why not? Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Generic Live Show. Thank you for listening. Oh, we also learned that the winners and losers of the budget. Anyway, we're running we're running late. Alright. Thank you everyone for joining us on the Generic Live Show. I've been Dale Campbell. You guys have been amazing as always. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Copyright 2018, you see how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>